Welcome to Naked and Counting, the longest-running podcast serving the Afro-Latin dance community. I'm Magna Gopal. And I'm Leon Rose. We're here to discuss the topics that you want to hear in an informative and light-hearted way. Hello, Magna Gopal. How are you doing on this wonderful day? Hello, Leon Rose. I'm doing just fine. How are you? Oh, my God. Is that your <laughs> drunk Mary Poppins? <laughs> <laughs> I thought I sounded quite like you if I'm white. Oh I'm my white god, that, that that sound like uh somebody who had English he- um ancestry that got dropped off in Australia. <laughs> and they, they've grown up in one small part of the country and they've just kept that particular accent and it's just wrong. All right. I'll just go back to whatever non-accent I have because apparently I don't know really are we recording a podcast here we're talking about your damn accent I, I, no I'm you we, we did not record a podcast on my accent but you were making fun of it and I don't actually think I have an accent and especially an American accent or New Jersey New York accent you 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 do I think I speak like a Canadian yeah it's, it's like a slightly polite American hey oh uh, yeah you have to add the a but that that is not what I meant. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there you go. Hey, that's definitely Canadian. There you go. Moving on. I was watching this show recently and it kind of got me thinking about uh, the show's called Hannibal. It's based on the character Hannibal Lecter from like Sounds of the Lambs. It's an old show, uh, but I, I kind of watched it and didn't really pay attention the first time around. So I was watching it again. And there's this element in this show, this Main psychologist, uh, psychiatrist, Hannibal Lecter, who is Hannibal the cannibal, he's killing people and all this stuff. The people around him who are all really brilliant, they're also psychiatrists or directors of the FBI, brilliant people. He somehow like mind fucks them into always doing what he wants to do, even when it's not the best course of action. And even after he actually tries to kill them in some situations, you know, I'm like, what the fuck is this character doing going back to him or defending him or trying to protect him when just the other day he gutted this person? What is wrong with people? And it it made me think of cult-like behavior. He's kind of able to manipulate and influence all of these people's minds. Right. Uh And I kind of observed that with dance, too. Maybe not so much at congresses, because congresses, you are going out with like a group of friends. That's the idea. You meet up with your friends, go out to eat or you go see the city and then you go directly to the event or after a pre-party. So it makes sense that everybody arrives together and kind of hangs out together. But most of the time they don't hang out together. At least they arrive. But at socials, it's really interesting because it's like like an entourage that you just hang out with and they're like your bodyguards, but they're not really protecting you from anybody. And all of the people around the main uh, person are, they're very different from what they usually are. Like if they're social dancers and friendly and talking to everybody and all over the place, when they're with their instructor or artist or, or performer group, they are all of a sudden like too cool for school. I know exactly what you mean. Definitely seen that before, back in the days in London. Over in Paris, in France generally, people go out, they may have their little crews, 
with them, but people go out and dance. It's like, I don't really see the clicks. I maybe see people sitting in the same area, but it's not like there's one person kind of gathering everybody together. It's more like a group of friends that will go out and they'll dance amongst themselves, but dance with everybody. But definitely like that cult leader thing. Oh my God, there was this one group. I won't say who they are, but everybody that knows me from the UK, they will know who I'm talking about. But they used to go to the clubs and just stand there in their coats and just watch people with their arms folded. Because uh, they had no coat check? <laughs> I have no clue why these people did that. <laughs> And, and it was it was the weirdest thing. They would go and just stand there and look at people. And what I found out years later, there was uh, somebody that was in going to the this these classes that they were organizing, and they would they said that they kind of found themselves in the situation one time. Like they all go into a club, mm -hmm. and they were so excited to go to this club, but all of a sudden they're standing up just looking at people with their coats on, and they didn't know why or what was going on, you know. <laughs> See, but that's the thing that I don't understand is the other people that get sucked into this cultish behavior, right? They're adults. When they're out on their own, they have agency, right? They, if somebody asks them to dance, they dance. They're feeling hot. They want to dance instead of watch people. They take their jacket off and get up and dance. But when they have that influence, that like that central influence around, their personality and their behavior changes. That's the part that I'm saying is very cultish. Like yeah, all of definitely. a sudden you're, wait, you are usually always dancing, but this entire night, you just want to be next to this person, sipping a drink and and like look cool. I, I don't understand. <laughs> yeah, it takes a, a special type of person to, you know, have that kind of influence over people because obviously you can have somebody that people look up to and sure. that they can make them feel welcome and say, you know, look, I'm going out here, I'm going out there. But also you do have this kind of these kind of people that like to control and they have their ways of doing it. And it's very it is very cool. I've seen it. And it's about killing them with love, killing them with, with, with giving them everything, making them feel that they're so important and then kind of have that control without even saying anything. Let's see what are the kind of questions we would ask or what are the things we would say to a student if we were kind of culty like that like okay you know what whenever God, we go you out want to give people ideas that this is this podcast is not to create <laughs> monsters i know exactly actually i know exactly how to do it because i've been watching a lot of um like these true crime things and there's one there's a couple of them that are really uh they really went deep into the cult business and I, I kind of understand how it kind of it can work all right so give me okay well you're not going to do it but give me or give us rather um what do, what are like the main components of it because not to create monsters but at least to be aware that there are people out there similar to this right so that awareness perhaps will allow people who are in the community to reflect and say hey it's summer. Oh. Am I walking into a club with a jacket just standing in the corner hot as fuck and not dancing because my instructor isn't right? Or am I doing things because I want to do them? All right. So here, here, here we go. I'm going to give you guys some quick advice on how to be uh, be wary. First of all, a lot of people get into salsa 
or they get into like uh, the social dances that we're involved in um, because they want to socialize. They're social dances. They want to socialize. Right. And if you come in not knowing anything about the the um, the environment, then you're going to go to the first class you find and then you're going to follow. And most people have a certain loyalty to the first person that they find. The this first is, instructor. This is you know? true. Yeah. And so if they fall across, if they come across the wrong person, or that person that is very controlling, they, they can maybe kind of get pulled into it without even realizing that they're in it. Because that person will make them feel really loved, really um, a part of a group. And the things to watch out for is people people overly um, embracing you into whatever they're doing. You know, whether it's even, you know, other things in life. If somebody's really trying to get you in, like from that first moment, they're trying to get you in, really get you involved. But you see as well, you have that feeling that they're kind of trying to exclude or they're trying to get you to, think a certain way about a certain group of people a certain mm. type of it could be a certain type of dance because i've seen mm. that as well oh yes you know? yes yes so when they when they're kind of like negative about these kind of things those moments there those little red flags those little things that tell you hold on what why why shouldn't i like this person or why shouldn't i do this or why shouldn't i do that that is the moment that you should be getting away <laughs> <laughs> that's the moment where you should be looking for somewhere else to do your thing you know, because it, it 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 is really extreme, but it does come on very quickly. So do you think then based on that um, and the idea that there are like in a big city like Paris or London or New mm-hmm. York, you would think it wouldn't be as common because there's lots of options and you can you can see and encounter and interact with lots of different people. Do you think that this would be common in smaller cities or is it more likely in bigger cities because that's where you can create differences because in a smaller community you might only have that one instructor and a one social so there is no one to exclude from your group per se right like I'm just curious what do you think it can happen anywhere it just depends on the person this is going to sound really crazy but I, I really think like sometimes if you're organizing a big event like a festival Mm-hmm. Or you've got like a big school or something like that. To get to that point, it's like becoming a VA, uh, uh, a VP. You kind of have to be this kind of sociopath, right? Mm-hmm. You have to mm-hmm. kind of have this drive to really get to what you're going. Because it's so easy. If you're passionate about something and then someone like puts a dent in that passion, it kind of puts you off. You don't want to, you don't want to continue. You don't want to go for it. Right. But you know where you want to really go for something? You really want to build something. And you, everything else, you've seen, you, you've probably seen like promoters that things just fall off their back. Yeah, yeah. That's maybe because they're a sociopath and it, it doesn't mean it's a bad thing, but it's just made, it can make them successful, you know? And also a lot of cult, cult leaders are sociopaths, right? So yeah. if... All of them, actually, really. Yeah. yeah uh, right. <laughs> if if you know if they if they get on the wrong track, they can have a, an amazing business right. and a load of drones behind them. But also, it comes down to um, 
there's another another part as well. Is this an attitude? If somebody's like not happy in themselves, they're they're a miserable person, but they've arrived at a certain success within the industry. Like for example, a, 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 an instructor where influencers, mm-hmm. it's very easy for them to pass on their negative feelings about other people as well because of their insecurities, and I've seen that as well. And right. that is another way of people gathering them around is like it's another way of having a group of people because you need that them for security and you can it's still cultish but it's because of their insecurities and it's also kind of a cyclical uh it's kind of a cyclical behavior because sometimes you think that your success is a result of excluding people because you succeeded with that attitude and with that kind of behavior and um distrust and distaste for other instructors or other dancers or other styles or other communities, you think that, well, my success is now dependent on excluding other people. So if I all of a sudden was genuine and including other people, then I would lose my success. And so uh, you're right, back to an insecurity, but kind of almost like there's that insecurity that's like, I need people to prop me up. And then there's the insecurity that's like, if I change my ways, to being nicer, kinder, more inclusive, I would lose the success that that I've gained so far. Yeah. So the most important thing, really, beware, beware. You know, you you got any feelings, any strange feelings? Trust it. Sometimes you have to trust those little little things. And I and I think if you want to have a successful business as well, learn about cults. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you, I could be the best cult leader. I could create a religion. I could have thousands of people. I love that, but I'm not a sociopath. I just love the the ability to be able to do that, you know? And I'm going to try and use a little bit right now. And I want you to pay attention, everybody that's listening. All, all right. right. What I need everybody to do, you all are amazing. All of you, each and every one of you are amazing people. And for you just to listen to this podcast, that means you've stepped onto a higher plane. You are special. And I need you to show people how special you are by sharing this podcast. This wow. podcast is the, is the message. It is. And you are a part of that message. You are special. We love you. Bravo. Great. We just we just created the Naked and Counting cult. Fantastic. For all of our listeners out there, I am super curious. Have you ever experienced this? Have you run into um, either other instructors or performers that are like this? Or perhaps like your fellow dancers that have kind of gotten wrapped up in something like this? Let us know in the comments. Uh, make sure you follow us on Facebook and on Instagram at Naked and Counting. And don't forget to check us out individually as well at Mr. Leon Rose and at Magna Gopal. Catch you in the next episode. And if you have any ideas, send it to us. See you next time.